1: A ball of confusion is how one artist described the world we live in. Each of us is exposed daily to conflicting messages about life's moral issues, and unfortunately, this is even happening in God's church. Join us today as Pastor Rander teaches on the importance of being able to break the code and differentiate between truth and error in this message, How to Discern Truth from Error. He'll be teaching from 1 John chapter 4, verses 1-6. through Now let's listen in. Let's pray. And Father, we thank you that we have freedom of expression, freedom of worship in our hearts and in your house today when so many are bound. Thank God for where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And help me to preach this glorious gospel of Christ so that those who are bound, Those who are burdened, depressed, discouraged would be free. Those who are sad would be free. Those who are disappointed would be free. Those who are downtrodden would be free. Thank you, Father, that this gospel is a liberating gospel that frees us in our spirit, frees our lives, emancipates us, that saves us through your shed blood. Help me to preach it in the power of the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray. And all God's children said, amen. amen. Have your Bibles. Turn with us to First John. We are reengaging in First John as we're preaching through that book that the Lord has given us to preach through. First John, toward the end of the Bible, chapter 4, verses 1 through 6 is our text. The scripture reads, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this we know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God, and every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. They are of the world, therefore they speak as of the world, and the world hears them. Verse 6, we are of God. He who knows God hears us. He who is not of God does not hear us. By this, we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. And from this particular passage of scripture, we want to preach this morning how to discern truth from error. How to discern truth from error. Beloved, our world is filled with voices who claim to be speaking from Christ. As we browse the Internet or walk through the few uh, remaining Christian bookstores, and they are very few, we find beautiful books with luring topics and attractive book covers that say, come and read me. We can turn on the television at just about any hour of the day and find those who are preaching and teaching. Some of these teachers are very popular. Some are very charismatic. Uh, some of these teachers are very powerful and persuasive but many are not teaching biblical truth. The radio airwaves are literally filled with Christian programming 24 hours a day for men and women who claim to be teachers and preachers of the word of God. There are platforms on social media where anyone can log on and teach whatever they want. There are also churches all over our nation whose pulpits are filled with those who say they are called by God to preach his word, but sadly are not preaching the good news, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Instead, they are preaching, many are preaching a watered down and diluted gospel. Others are preaching a political gospel. And when you leave, the congregation is more divided because it's political in nature and that's not gonna transform anyone. Others are preaching an emotional gospel. Some preachers are preaching a soft gospel, a timid gospel, a self-help gospel, a gospel of prosperity. Others are preaching a crossless gospel, a gospel without the cross. And others uh, are preaching a Christless gospel, a gospel without Christ, to name a few. All kind of preaching going on, but none of all of it is not of Christ. If there were many false teachers in John's day, think of how many more there are today, these many years and centuries later. The many religions and cults that have sprung up around Christianity are too numerous to count. It is frightening, absolutely frightening, to think of the many churches, pulpits, and podiums that are being satanically filled with preachers and teachers who claim to be of the truth and followers of Christ, but they are actually false teachers and they possess the spirit of error. Therefore, it is of utmost importance that we know how to identify them lest we fall prey to their seductive teachings. Just because an evangelist, pastor, or teacher has a big name, uh, just because they have popularity, Just because they have tremendous influence, just because they can fill a large facility or venue and has a huge following does not necessarily mean they are speaking from God. In this particular passage, John tenderly addresses the believers of the church not to be so naive and gullible about claims of spiritual authority. Allow me to break this particular passage down this way. Uh, Entitle this passage breakdown. Uh, And under passage breakdown, underline that, and verse one is test the spirit of teachers. Verse one is test the spirit of teachers. Verse two, test the confession of teachers. Verse three, expose the spirits of teachers. Verse four, test yourselves. And verses five and six, test the followers of teachers. Got the outline? Let's look at verse one, test the spirit of teachers. Found in 1 John 4, 1, it says, beloved, do not believe every spirit. Look at that. That's a command. Do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit's. Which means there are a lot of spirits out there, whether they are of God, because all of them are not of God. Because many, a whole lot of them, or many false prophets and teachers and preachers have gone out into the world. Ever since the Garden of Eden, Satan has sought to distort and even deny God's word in order to tempt believers to question the word of God. Satan in the Garden of Eden attempted Eve there to distrust the word of God so that believers would become entangled, deceived. Satan uh, wants us to distrust the word of God so that we can fall into sin and even die spiritually. His goal is for all of us to wither up spiritually and die. He wants you in regression. The day you put the word of God under politics, The day you put uh, the word of God under opinions, uh, the day you put the word of God under what you think, or under the talk shows and and under what social media is saying, uh, your spiritual life is spiraling downward. The word of God should be transcendent in your life. It should supersede everything and it should be the final authority. There should not be a diminishing of the word of God in your life lest you find yourself in immense spiritual regression and downward spiraling into spiritual disaster. Genesis chapter 3 verses 1 through 4 says, now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said? Look how he put that. He said, did he really say that? Did God really mean what he said? Look, so he's he's casting doubt on the word of God. And she bit into it. You shall not eat of every tree of the garden. You shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat of the tree fruit of the trees of the garden but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden God has said well if God has said it then th- that settles it huh that settles it God has said you shall not eat of it nor shall you touch it lest you die then the serpent said to the woman you shall not surely die lying to her And this whole the lie started there and this world has been filled with satanic lies ever since. And if you don't know what is truth, you cannot detect what is error. Amen. There is a spirit behind every teacher, including me. There is a spirit behind every teacher. Either it is a deceptive spirit, which is the spirit of error or the Holy Spirit, who is the spirit of God. Therefore, since there are many cultic and heretical teachers claiming to be speaking from God, we must test the spirit to see which spirit is possessing the teacher. You know, which spirit is that teacher teaching from? The purpose of testing is for the evaluation of spiritual claims based on the authority of Scripture. I reiterate, the purpose of testing is for the evaluation of spiritual claims based on the authority of Scripture. This also means that we should not believe everything we hear just because someone says their message is from God. Christians are to be like the Bereans who as students of the word examine the scriptures to determine truth from error. Do you have the ability, the God-given ability to know truth when you're hearing it and know a lie, a deceptive lie, or a half lie? Or do you swallow it all up and then you find yourself in a spiritual mess? The Bereans were strong in their faith because they searched the scripture to see if these things were so. Acts 17, 10 through 11 says, then, Acts 17, 10 through 11 says, then the brethren immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea. When they arrived, they went into the synagogue of the Jews. These were more fair-minded than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word of God with all readiness. They were ready to see the word of God. You know what, it's amazing how people, can sing and and dance and shout when the music is going on uh, and can enjoy praise dancing and all these kind of things. But when the word is being preached, they get their best sleep (coughs) and they say they're praying. They're not praying. They're sleeping. You ought to be able to to receive the word of God with readiness. Say readiness. readiness and search the scriptures daily. There ought to be a daily. Say daily. There needs to be a daily searching of the scriptures, not once a week, not once, not every seven days, not only on Sunday. Daily, you ought to be searching the scriptures to find out whether these things are so. We must test those who teach and preach the word of God to be absolutely sure that what they teach is from God. Christians must rigorously compare any teaching with the scripture for the purpose of approving or disapproving what is taught and preached. We must not only test the spirit of teachers in the church, but teachers in the school system. We need to test what they are teaching. You need to know what's being taught in the classroom. You need to be directly involved in your children's education. No one should keep you out of that classroom. You have a right to know when they have parent teachers conferences, You ought to find yourself there you have more than one child, one parent ought to go to one class when my kids were young. My wife went to one, one teacher and I went to the next. We wanted to know what was going on, how they were behaving, what they're teaching. We asked specific questions. We were nosy because we, we are responsible for what our children are receiving. Test the teachers in the school system. Uh, test the teachers and the professors in the colleges. Just because they have a PhD behind their ma- name does not mean they're preaching, uh, teaching. They're teaching the truth. They teach so much error. It's amazing how they can teach calculus and then throw in all these theories and th- throw in all of this satanic teachings with the calculus. And the children come out knowing calculus, but they come out being indoctrinated away from the faith. We need to test those who come and knock on your door, knock on your test. Don't let them in. Talk to them on the porch. Now, don't be do No, don't be mean. Don't spit at them. You know, don't be mean. How are you? And they want to give you the gospel. They say, you know what? I'm so glad you came. I want I want to share Jesus with you. You give them your Jesus. Right. You need to test those to see and hear. You, t- you need to test those who are looking at it on television. Uh, the Internet, you need to test those you're listening to on social media, the radio, coworkers, relatives and friends. Just because your relative is teaching don't mean they are teaching the truth. Your cousin, your uncle, that's my favorite uncle. He could be teaching error. I mean, No one is exempt from being looked into and evaluated from the word of God. I mean, you, you ought to be. And if it's not matching up, then they lose the right to be heard. Everyone says and does. Listen, everything one says and does must be sifted through the scriptures. Everything one says and does must be sifted through the scriptures. Verse two, uh, test the confession of teachers. Test the confession of teachers. First John four, two says, by this, you know, the spirit of God, every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. Wow. The first test of a true teacher is that he or she acknowledges and proclaims that Jesus is God incarnate. The first test of a true teacher is that he or she acknowledges and proclaim that Jesus is God incarnate. Incarnation literally means in flesh incarnation literally means in flesh and refers to the coming of the eternal son of God in flesh and blood to earth through the virgin birth in Bethlehem. This means that Jesus Christ took on a real human body to die, to save sinners from sin. Those who have the spirit of truth within them will have a proper theology of Christ. Did you get that? That's big. Those who have the spirit of truth within them have a proper theology of Christ. They will believe that Jesus Christ is fully human and fully God. First John chapter four, verse two says, by this, you know, the spirit of God, every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. If they say Jesus did not come in flesh and blood, they are not of God. What a teacher believes about Jesus Christ determines whether he or she is is a true or false teacher. What one confesses about Christ exposes what kind of spirit that that teacher has, either the spirit of truth or the spirit of error. The spirit of God cannot confess anything other than the truth. The spirit of God cannot confess anything other than the spirit of truth. Therefore, every teacher who has the spirit of God will confess the same truth because the spirit of God himself dwells within him or her. If he confesses anything else, then the spirit within him is not the spirit of God. Verse three, expose the spirit of teachers, expose the spirit of teachers. Verse three, first John four, three says, and every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the antichrist, which you have heard was coming and now is already in the world. Now, every spirit that does not confess that Jesus has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the antichrist. Now, Antichrist is used in the Bible only by John. Anti means to oppose. Anti means to oppose. Antichrist means against Christ. While the term Antichrist refers to a particular person prophesied in scripture that will come on the scene later. Uh, many possess the spirit of Antichrist because they do not believe in the humanity and deity of the Lord Jesus Christ 2nd John 7 2nd John 7 says for many deceivers have gone out into the world who do not confess Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh this is a deceiver and an Antichrist you must believe that Jesus Christ came in the flesh because if you don't, then that negates the redemption. I mean, he, he was born in the flesh. He was just not some kind of uh, spirit being. He came in literal flesh and blood to die on a cross. They, they nailed his flesh to the cross. They put a crown of thorn around his fleshly head. They nailed his feet, his fleshly feet, to the cross, and then they pierced his side and blood came out. So he was flesh and blood, a real man. God sent his one and only son to redeem you because he loved you with an incredible, incomprehensible love. Second John seven says, for many deceivers have gone out into the world who do not confess Jesus as coming in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an antichrist. You say, I know this. Oh, but you may know it. But I tell you what, when you start teaching it and sharing it, you'll find that other folk have other convictions. But you have to line what you believe up with with what you believe by the authority of the word of God. Verse four, test yourself. Verse four, test yourself. First, John four, four says you are of God, little children. You see, John is aged. He's an aged a stately man of God who nurtured the believing community and he called them as his spiritual children, little children. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you, he the Holy Spirit is a he. It is not a it. The Holy Spirit is a third person of the Trinity. And he came down to dwell in us. On the day of Pentecost in the book of Acts chapter two. So it's because he, the Holy Spirit, who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. The Holy Spirit is greater than Satan. The Holy Spirit is greater than the world. The Holy Spirit is greater than demons. The Holy Spirit is is greater uh, and he is matchless. Nobody. He's equal to no one because he's God. He's God. He's omnipotent. He's omnipresent. He's all powerful. He's all knowing. He's a real person. How reassuring to know that the indwelling Holy Spirit who lives within the believer is greater than anyone or anything in this world system that can come against the children of God. Whatever come against you, whatever the job can come against you, people can come against you. Your relatives can come against you or whatever's coming against you. God is greater. The God in you is greater than the whole world against you. God almighty. My goodness. God is in us. And not only is God in us, he is with us. God is in us. And not only is he in us, he is with us. We test ourselves to see whether or not we are in Christ by asking these two questions of ourselves. Here's how you test yourself. Number one, am I of God? Am I of God or of the devil? Now, you're you're only one or the other. You can't be both at the same time. You either saved or you lost. You either know Jesus or you don't. You either of God or you're of the devil. You either going to heaven or you're going to hell. You're not going to both places at the same time. Okay, am I of God? What a question to pose to yourself, which means have I been born of God? Have I been born again? Have I been born by the Spirit of God? Have I been converted, transformed, saved, rescued, redeemed by the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ? Am I of God? You don't want to be sitting here Sunday after Sunday and you're still wondering whether or not you are, uh, whether or not you have got you ought to know that you're saved without a doubt. And all the demons in hell cannot make you doubt the validity of your salvation. Yeah. Secondly, am I overcoming deception and the spirits of false teachers? Am I overcoming deception and the spirits of false teachers? Every deception that come your way, are you falling prey to it? Or you can look at it in the spite of a mile away and see it coming and say, no, I'm not biting into that. I'm not believing to that. I may not be able to explain all of that. But the spirit made me know that's not of God. Sometimes the spirit will ward off what's coming at you, even though you don't fully understand what's happening to you. You know, you may not be able to explain it and know it all. But the Holy Ghost, know. <laughs> that's right. That's right. He says. And then after a while, you're learning and catch up to it. Your learning catches up to it. Am I overcoming deception and the spirits of false teachers, or do you believe every lie that come your way? Oh, that sounds so good. My friend told me to listen to her. My friend, that's that's the best. My friend, she wouldn't lie to me. Well, maybe she did, but but it happened. <laughs> Number two, am I overcoming deception and the spirit of false teachers? The spirit of God in you is greater than anyone or anything that Satan brings against you. The spirit of God in you is greater than anyone or anything that Satan brings against you and keeps you from falling prey to deception. I love verse four. That's a great verse. Greater. Say greater. Greater. Say it again. Greater. Greater. A little bit louder. Greater. Greater is he that is in you. Than he who is in the world. The Holy Spirit who lives within you, the Holy Spirit who lives within believers, enables us to conquer the seductive teachings of false teachers and also protect us from the fiery darts.